0: Of Christmas. And here are two people on my naughty list, Neil and Chris. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Urban Legends, the Twelve Legends of Christmas. This is the final episode, and <laughs> quite coincidentally. Me and Neil oh, have been, out of here. We've been working at the door and we're nearly out. We've nearly created enough of a crack in the door to get out uh, for both of us. Being large men, it's quite a lot. It, it needs to be about a metre. More, so really, it? more than a crack, really, isn't it? More than a crack. It's a gaping uh, hole, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah so <clears throat> we survived it, Neil. I'm feeling Just a lot, about. lot worse than when I came in. I mean, um, my internal organs are mostly liquefied by now, I think, but Yes, mine too. Um, but you know, we've we've got through it together, and isn't that the most important thing? Um, okay, that's what you're I'm taking th- I'm not. I'm not really that bothered about us meeting up in person again before maybe next Christmas. If we've yeah. kind of probably had our fill, haven't we? Really? Yeah, I think it's you know, <laughs> the wounds. Will need some... to present. will need to. Uh... Yeah, the wounds will need some healing. I think. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking about looking at for some couples counselling, but you know, online couples counselling. Yeah, yeah, probably a good we'll idea, isn't though? it? And let's uh, let's just say we've both said some things that you know we we definitely did mean, but probably shouldn't have said. Yeah, I mean, don't regret, it. don't regret them, said them at all. But I regret yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. But um, you know, that's because I'm not a sociopath. Let's deal with that in the new year. Let's deal with that. That yeah, that could be our New Year's resolution to heal old wounds and see if see. we come up with any epiphanies of our own. It being a, epiphany. And seeing the buds of our friendship start regrowing under the sun of the new spring—that'd be nice. It's that kind of thing that annoys you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you gonna? What kind of things are you gonna do? Like when you first get out, cry? Well, there's plenty of that down here. So um, I don't know. There's just so much. It's such a broad world. Yeah, watch some telling. Yeah, probably I'll yeah, probably just probably go to sleep a bit. Some Have some per, Pernu. Yeah. Drink some some, some real bees. Um, yeah, I don't know. What about yourself? Uh, I'll probably spend some time with the cats. You know, my mom's yeah. looking after them, but I'm sure they've been missing me. So, yeah, I'll spend some time Is with the cats. that accurate? It's fairly accurate. Yeah, no. They, look, they, over the eleven years we've been together, they've grown to um, put up with me. Yeah, so That's yeah, nice. I'm looking forward to that. Um, <clears throat> have a, have a wash, maybe. Oh, and, no, uh, I'm. I've got this good layer of grime on going now. I'm just gonna mm. got a nice little shell of the. I'm gonna. Yeah, and you've you've got um, you cultivate got, that. You've got white guy dreads as well, haven't you? Yes, probably get rid of them be a version of Gary Oldman in True Romance, mm. if there is such a thing. So, what is our so our final story is going to be a uh, Holy Trinity of Christmas? So, it's like a It's a three for one with a surprise in the middle. I'm not sure what the surprise, is, but we'll find out. Yeah, the surprise will be that it's another one of Santa psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's not. Not. Santa affiliated per se. Um, okay, that's good. They didn't have. don't hang around with Santa. Um, oh, good. So we're finished with those ones. No, we don't, We've done all. We've done all. We've delved as far into Santa's gang as we're going to do this year. I don't know whether we're going to do anything like this next year. We'll see. I we'll do something different because I think we've pretty much run out of we've probably exhausted <laughs> Christmas folklore myths, yeah, or whatever. And most of them are just well, yeah. As you as yeah. you. Let's see. What, what do you think today? So we're going to do. Um, Grila, I believe, is the, uh, the. So there's actually three. There's Grila and her husband. Um, gr- Grila. So, so mm-hmm. we, we're going to Iceland. Okay. So you just imagine, you know, we're hanging out with Björk. Mom's gone to Iceland. Yeah. Um, not the supermarket, not the supermarket where you can get a frozen chicken, take a lasagna. You know what? You can't anymore. They've really up their game. And oh, really? I've not been there for years. And what I will say about them as well is they're really socially conscious now. No, I'm not fair. being paid by them, um, but yeah, like it's so good for you Iceland because the, yeah they're really socially conscious and it's all kind of and because like things in this country are so terrible at the moment anyone who's a pensioner gets like a big discount off their shopping and stuff just out of their own Iceland's own pocket so yeah they're yeah it's their idea. they're doing all right to you them. can still get you can still get like your party food if you want it but they've oh, still got some coffee. frozen fill and why not. They've still got decent stuff, they've got more decent stuff now as well. Yeah, so yeah. I'd say that, yeah, sort of them and the co-op are kind of the only yeah. sort of fairly ethical supermarkets in this country at the moment. So um, yeah, well there you go. Um, but but Iceland, the country, not the supermarket. So uh, unfortunately, yeah. wish it was a supermarket. Yeah. Um, Iceland, the country, the only country in the world which is well, it's ninety nine percent its electricity is produced 99% by renewable resources because of all their hydrothermals. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, Neil? That'd be good. Well, the idea is if we can get efficient conducting wires at some point, then they could actually heat most of kind of northern and western Europe. But um, because of the energy loss, it's not practical at the moment. But how many billionaires do they have, Chris? Mm? Probably a couple. How many, no. how many coal mine owning billionaires do they have <laughs> yeah that's true yeah yeah how many natural oil Speak on, them, how yeah. many oil disasters do they have a year hardly any discussing how, the how, how are they going to put the pelicans in their place <laughs> <laughs> also in iceland before you marry someone you have to go and check like a registry to make sure you're not re- like you're not closely related was well, quite a small island, so I'd imagine suppose that's the same thing. it's the population um, of Iceland is about the same as Brighton and Hove, yeah, and I mean Brighton and Hove's pretty inbred, isn't it? yeah, that's mm. not really it's, got... <laughs> <laughs> so I was just looking up other famous Icelandic people, so Tafiar Julius Bjornsson, who I think was the mountain in Game of Thrones, mm. yeah, they've got strong men, haven't they? Oh yeah, I know they're some big lads. He's better known simply as Björk. Oh, you're yeah. taking the mickey, yeah. Ugh, they're all just, Björk, is, just mean, Björk just means famous in Iceland. Yeah. It just means person. I wouldn't. <laughs> Look, you're getting off track now. Yeah, you're right. I'm searching for famous Icelandic people. <laughs> Do that in your own time. Well. No, I, I would, I would very much look for um, enjoy going to Reykjavik one of these days. It's yeah, fun. I'm gonna. It's pretty cheap to fly there from here. I'm gonna go up there um, maybe next year. Yeah, I've heard very good things from friends who've been there. Um, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna take some inspiration. So our last our last our Christmas epiphany, we're going to be going for at the tail of. So it's, it's a bit of a three to say. So Greela is is the, the main star here, but she's also got some kids, the Yule lads, and a Yule oh, cat. Don't there, mate. You can't look there to me. Oh, so we're talking today about the tale of Grilla mm. from Iceland, as we're saying. Iceland. Um, but it's a bit, bit of a three-first, so we're also going to have uh, her kids, the Yule Lads. Whee! They sound like a tasty bunch. Yeah, they sound like a football firm. And a Yule cat, and she's got a lady oh. husband. So it's a bit like a, you know, a bit it's like a like cheesy sitcom. sitcom, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, lovely. I've got some sitcom energy, which I'm enjoying. Um, so what do you think about these Rambux characters? Do you reckon they're gonna be, you know, a, a fun bunch, like we had the Christmas log yesterday? They're gonna you know. Don't the Yule lads goes- sound like well, they they could so the Yule lads could go one of two ways, couldn't they? Yeah. They could either be kind of like sort of a knockabout fun sort of free stooges kind of deal, or they could be re- a really naughty firm who uh who It'd cause like- a lot of, cause a lot of trouble. Would well, it be like you know, you're sitting down the king and queen in Brighton, that lovely mm-hmm. big pub, then mm. a bunch of boisterous lads walk in yeah, all wearing Christmas it's like it's all hats, be a, Christmas hats it's, like it's all going to be a lovely bit of fun. And then they, they start saw, they saw all the whiskey into the toilets, <laughs> shit like the cat, and you realize it's all going to be yeah, the, the stalls start getting thrown around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Could be that. Uh, yeah, the, cat, the cat's probably all right, cats are nice, yeah. Cat, cat should be fine, shouldn't it? Lazy husband. But, he's going to be like going, oh, God, where's my dinner? Stuff like again, that. Not again, you lads. Oh, you <laughs> lads. You'll be the death of me. you spilt the milk. God, oh, yeah, you lads. You. So, well, let's see. Well, okay, well, we'll start with the title. So, we're going here from the Vintage News. Here's the mm. website we're going through. And here's a nice thing. So, it's written by Steve Pallas. So, thank you, Steve. And Steve Pallas, Pallas he's a, a writer, journalist, and comedian from the UK, Chris. see. Yep. Yeah, so he's uh, he writes for the Vintage News, Art News magazine, and the Hollywood News, mm. and has published short fiction. So there you go. So this should be good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Never heard of him. Well, no. I mean, you know, as as with a lot of entertainment, Chris, you know, there's uh, you know one percent at the top that we all know about or or have heard of, and uh, yeah, many like other people. Toiling away in the uh, yeah, trying to get the to where we lines are. Of, of comedy. Well, okay, <laughs> you lines yourself like that if you want. Do what I want. I've been in air space, yeah. So, oh, well, there we go. The chilling, tra- I'm assuming things have picked up while I've been trapped. <laughs> yeah, I, I assume we're world famous now. Be, as soon as I get signaled back on my mobile phone, i assume I'll be just like taking call after call like a Rhinestone cowboy. I assume that they've refactored society like in Bill and Ted to revolve around our beliefs. <laughs> That's a terrifying Price. prospect, isn't it? i like, no, straight back not in to, here. Yeah. That that. We're better in the bunker. Yeah. The chilling tale of Grila, Iceland's oh, gruesome okay. Christmas witch. So there we go. We've landed. He's not left us in any suspense there, I don't think. No. So the Icelandic answer to Santa. He's sure to put a chill in people's bones. Rila, also referred to as the Christmas Witch, has a colourful and gory history. Yeah, we, we're definitely going to go down more of the kind of like. Yeah, a bit of a dark, not Christmas dark route. Yeah, we love it. Because, I mean, <laughs> you think, you know, Christmas now, you know, is this kind of like um, beacon yeah. in the middle of a kind of cold and a miserable period of yeah, the year. Yeah, it's like eventually a nice yeah, nice bit of the year. It's yeah. a break, just, you know, not have to do some work and just celebrate something a little like. No, apparently, in, you know, 700 years ago, it was just more about, you know, beating... Threatening people. Yeah, threatening people and just, like, um, you know, teaching your kids how to behave. Yeah, it's beating like... And right, we've got a bit of downtime now after the harvest. Right, now yeah. to get some discipline in them. <laughs> <Some> discipline, yeah. <laughs> before the, before the sowing season. Yeah. We've got a couple of months to uh, weed out the bad eggs. Yeah, and then they've got to do all of their wolf spinning and all the rest of it as well, haven't they? Which is... There's yeah. all your flax spinning and all of that nonsense. So, yeah. Yeah. No time to let up. Get up and grind, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Got to do it, or we'll be able to go and do it again next year. Anyway. <laughs> Rampus's sour seasonal antics may have gotten their own movie, but something Greela would do equally well as a horror villain. She's been known about since roughly the 13th century mm-hmm. when tales of her exploits spread via word of mouth. The name Greeler translates as growler, making her even scarier. Apparently. Growler. Yeah. That's also a slang term for something, isn't it? Y- yes, I can't entirely remember what, but I think... Ladies, private yeah. parts. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, the Urban Dictionary. Um, Smithsonian quotes a historic passage about the tinsel-hating troll. Down comes Greeler from the outer fields with 40 tails, a bag on her back, a sword in her hand. Coming to carve yep. out the stomachs of children who cried for <laughs> meat during Lent. Forty-tailed sword, bag back, back for, presumably to store kids' stomachs. Yep. Well, you know, they shouldn't have cried for meat during Lent. It's only 40 days. Uh, exactly. Maybe she's into cheese making and she needs the kids' stomachs, rennet. Yeah, just like rennet. I mean, you could also use it to sort of, like, make puddings and stuff, can't you? Yeah, lovely um, haggises. Mm. Child haggis. She, yeah. That's so certainly a contrast to sleigh bells ringing, you listening. <laughs> <laughs> you wag. <laughs> and then there's a depiction of Greela the Christmas Witch. Um, it looks a bit like that Goya painting where he's eating his own son, okay. or whatever. It's very dark, and you've got like a witch woman, and she's basically had a good, good old chunk out of a baby. Good stuff. While a while a woman watches on her. Confused. To, to, to be fair, give Greela her due. She does look a bit embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. oh i didn't realize you were here <laughs> oh this is a, this is awkward this is another fine mess i've got myself into Except like the yule lads don't cause any trouble downstairs so actually she didn't become associated with christmas till several centuries later no so the she idea was, she was just an all-rounder just an all-rounder yeah to a star in her own right, and then she hitched herself onto the, uh, you know, the big Christmas yeah. wagon. as It's a bit like Madonna, you know, as just sort of craving, You just kind of, you know. The Christmas gravy train. Yeah. You, you get in with some young up-and-comers. And... So, with uh, well, the idea of a rampaging witch punishing naughty children fused with a yuletide, atmos- yuletide atmosphere. Yeah, so reinforcing our beliefs that basically it just does seem to have been like, you know, Christmas was just about teaching the kids discipline. Yeah. So Yol or Yule is a title often given to an Icelandic Christmas. The Smithsonian describes its ancient take on the festival as a time not only to bring relatives living and deceased, but also elves, trolls, and other magical and spooky creatures believed to inhabit the landscape. Well, it is um, it is an otherworldly landscape in Iceland, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you imagine it's sort of like uh, especially geysers around... and stuff going off. Yeah, or geysers. You would, uh, yeah, you might. Because, yeah, I mean, the, do they. It's volcanic, isn't it? Just it is, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, trolls and. Th- I mean, elves are all over the place, aren't they? But, I mean, trolls, are they kind of, like, very much. I, mean, I imagine they're inter- they in the... and Norway and stuff as well. Yeah, they are. Because, Captain, Norway, it, definitely, I believe. Because yeah. Iceland was settled fairly late, maybe a thousand mm. years ago, or even late, even later than that, by people from Denmark and Norway and Sweden. The mm. Vikings, weren't they? Um, they went there and then, latterly... Uh Greens, Greenland's, Greenlands and, a, yeah. and a bit in North America. Yeah. So, Greenland definitely fits into the category of the spooky creatures. She's called an ogress by some, mm. although presumably not to her face. Mm. So, speaking of her face, what exactly does she look like? Accounts vary. One rhyme says she has 15 tails, right. each of which holds 100 bags, <laughs> 20 children in each bag. You know, strong tails. To be a feast for the trolls family, so that's three thousand kids that she's carrying around at any one time a population right. of three thousand seven hundred years ago. <laughs> well, no wonder the population's so scarce She's yeah, yeah, getting that kind of action going on. Holmes described eyes in the back of her head, ears that hang so long they hit her in the nose, yeah, a matted beard, blackened teeth, and hooves. So a bit of a look at her, yeah, it's not bad. Don't, sure. don't don't fancy yours much. <laughs> hey, safe to say, she's done lucky reveler running to green. So a, she, get her in a hurry. So she's an eight pinter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've got, yeah that, got, that was one of the that was one of one, thing, one of the jokes that the yule lads would say. Yeah. When they're down Weatherspoons. <laughs> Christmas but, Christmas jumpers covered in sick. <laughs> it's all good fun, isn't it? Uh, after the Christmas part, after the Christmas lunch, all the yule lads. We'll come to come to the yule lads in a minute. So, is this seasonal savage really so different to the mortal? Getting beaten up by a bouncer outside a strip club. I <laughs> could have taken it. Yeah. Yule lads, yule some... lads, yule lads, yule lads. Oi, 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 oi. They just all end up in some, like, knock-off KFC at 2 o'clock <laughs> yeah. in the morning Chick- with a ripped shirt and chicken vomit on trousers. Colonel's <laughs> yeah. finest chicken, or whatever. Right. But is she so different to the mortal she preys on, Chris? There's a case yes. that she isn't. She's, yes. She has, <laughs> yeah. she has she she 35 is. tails with a 100 <laughs> bags of 100 kids in it. <laughs> According to the article, apparently not. Because you've right. got a family, Chris. You know, she's got a family. We've, we've, all, we've, all, got, we've all got something in common. Yeah. Look, for starters, someone agreed to marry this twisted creature. All right. Beats in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. So she comes down from a cave in she the might mountains. might come from money. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I mean, work, work for our royals. Yeah. I don't imagine that if she set her heart on you, then you'd have much say in the matter, would you? <laughs> no. Kind of more of like a sort of sex, sex prisoner? Something like that? Yeah, I think... I mean, they don't You don't really say much about her husband. So he's got a or something like that. I'm mm. almost certainly pronouncing that incorrectly. But, um, well, actually, yeah, here you'll see it. Um, so she comes down from the cave in the mountains to gather up ill-behaved kids for her and a lazy and brow-beaten husband, leper out to Brow make... Brow-beaten <laughs> and she's making these kids into stew. So that's, that's, that's the...
1: the, the I don't know who wears
0: the who's in that household, Bill. <laughs> but the thing is, he's not the only man to slide a ring onto the finger. Ooh. She ate one of her previous husbands when she got bored with him, says Terry Gunnell of the University of Iceland. Okay, so... I mean, just smile and nods, really, isn't it, I think, at that point? Yeah. He's just going to get on with it. It's like, oh, we're yeah. eating kids again, aren't we? Sitting, oh. watching, the, watching the darts. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you know, some people are like that, aren't they? Anything for oh. an easy life. But there must have been some passion in the marriage, Chris, because they have 13 kids. Well. Yeah. But that's the Yule lads. Oh, here we go. So here you go. Do they have names? They right. certainly Stabby. do. Stabby. Don't you? Yeah. Butch. Knuckles we will we'll come on to this. So this bizarre band of brothers existed in their own right to begin with. Gradually, they were incorporated into her legend to form a clan of child catchers and festive bud killers. Hey. Buzz killers, even. Um, they look like aged hell's angels without bikes. <laughs> so this is very much on our, you know. Well, we well, Yeah, we reckon they should fight. This. They should fight Santa's motorcycle gang. Don't yeah, they? I reckon they should have a. Uh, yeah, they should have an MC off. So, there was a Santa oriented makeover, but the grittier approach appears to be taking hold again in the Icelandic consciousness. So, let's have a look then. So, who have we got? There's. Um... Are you going to have to do Icelandic names? Yeah, the, uh, the image, unfortunately, as well, is um, cut out some of the, uh, the things on here, which is a bit weird. Okay, let's see if I can find another version of it. Your lads. Your lads' names. Uh, do you want me to read them? So I have, have, you I have them. Um, cool. So if you're from Iceland, you can laugh at my attempts to. Nobody um, listens from Iceland, so you're probably all right. Yeah, or or somebody who understands uh, Icelandic or or near enough. Sweden them Denmark, perhaps. Um, okay, so the Yule Lads arrive over the first of the last 13 nights before Christmas, beginning on the 12th of December. Mm. So they've all, all arrived by now. So here are the canonical 13 Yule Lads in the order they arrive and depart. So first you have Stekjastur, or the sheep coat clod. <laughs> sheep coat sounds like Sounds like he, an old 80s football manager. He harasses sheep, but is impaired by his stiff peg legs. <laughs> I mean, I I wonder what harassed sheep is covering up for. To be honest with you, but so he he's he's with us tw- on the twelfth, and then stays stays around until the twenty fourth. Right, so they, they kind of the they, come, they they come into town. and I stay. thought they in and out one night, but yeah, I thought they were and out one night. But uh, so no, they should get the mo- they get the worst deal. They get harassed for the whole time. Well, well, no, because they're all twelve nights. So the one that comes on the twenty fourth stays until Epiphany. So we'll. Oh right, so, so, they, they, so, so uh, they got uh, a twelve. So 12, 12 night tour. cheap, is but they've all got a twelve night. Yeah, they all they they rock up one mm. at a time, but they have all got a twelve night so they're all hanging around on the twenty fourth. Yeah, and then they start, um, but then they then they start fucking off one right, at a time like a rotor. Right, yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a neat yeah, thing, isn't it? It's weird. Uh, then there's Billy gul-y, a gully he hides in gullies, waiting for the opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk. Not too bad. Fair enough, he's got a mission in yep. life. Then stufer, or stubby, he's abnormally short, steals pans to eat the crust left on them. Mm, again, not too bad. Well, if do you, you reckon this is nut, where the, know, the, the, 12, the seven dwarves kind of idea came from? You do wonder, yeah, you know, he's... Kinda of sounds very sort of mm. similar, doesn't it? Because all a bit mischievous, aren't they? It's like you know, greed is straight up murdering thousands of children and eating them into stew. Yeah. Whereas these these a are, I mean, cross, like a bit pie crust, whatever. I'm not even really making a lot of effort with that one, but spoon liquor. Well, well, that's and what... licks wooden spoons. Is <laughs> <laughs> extremely thin due to malnutrition. <laughs> I mean It's not terrifying. Yeah, you <laughs> know, just pathetic really, isn't it? <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe eat some of your mum's stew and, you know, fattening up a little bit. I just feel a pot scraper steals the leftovers from pots. Mm, again, I mean... It's very culinary... Yeah, I mean, they, they, it sounds, you know, like, they're not, it sounds like they're not that down with eating the kids. They're kind of, like, desperately trying to get nutrition from elsewhere, like stealing a bit of cow's yeah. milk or eating a crotch. I, I think I think Gruller is just not a very good mother. Yeah, there's been bin diver yeah. who uh steals food yeah. out the back of <laughs> the supermarkets that's on its on its expiry date so another one, yeah it's more as as that so i'm not going to go through all the athletic names actually, I'm just going to press one wrong, it's So bowl liquor who hides under the beds waiting for somebody to put down their askew which is a type of bowl with a lid used instead of dishes right. which he then steals okay. so uh, my my least favorite so far are the spoon liquor because that would be nasty and you, both of There's a door slammer who likes to slam doors, especially during the night to wake people up. Oh, that's a yeah, bit of that's, that's, yeah, not food-based, at least. There's skier gobbler who just likes yoghurt. Mm. <laughs> skier is just like the traditional yoghurt. Great affinity for it, apparently. Yeah. There's sausage swiper. I wonder what he does. Hangs around, <laughs> he hang, hangs around in public toilets. <laughs> Bits in the rafters and snatches sausages that are being smoked. Mm a window peeper, confession confessions of. He's a, off. He a he's a seventies <laughs> yeah. bawdy comedy, <laughs> as as played by Robert Asquith. Yeah, he's a snoop who looks through windows in search of things to steal. Always sniffer. <laughs> right, it's getting a little <laughs> a bit more disturbing now. Has an abnormally large nose and a an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate leaf bread. Apparently, <laughs> let's have a quick look at what leaf bread is. Just type top of bread. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Come on. Right, back to... Um, what did we get to? Oh, yeah. There's Meat Hook. I think he's a hook still to steal meat. They've, right, they've run out of ideas here. Been, he well, I mean, that could curtain. have gone one of two ways, couldn't it? Meat Hook. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds quite like kind of a... Sort of, uh, murderer for hire. Yeah, I mean, you want to be you want to be quite fortunate. This is I'd, rather, I'd rather I'd rather be confronted by spoon liquor than meat hook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then finally, we've got Candle Stealer. What does he do? Follows children. They right. to steal their candles. Oh, OK. And, and that's because he likes to eat the candle, because he's be made out of tallow, which I think is like animal fats, isn't it? Mm, it's all right. Nutrition. You know, you need that in the Arctic, even though Iceland is below the Arctic Circle. So you know, I think the uh, the lads is I mean, I've, I've they just away. sound desperate more than anything. Yeah, don't they? They sound like the, I've definitely seen worse walking around Brighton on a Friday night. Yeah, in the reflection in the shop windows. Okay. <laughs> um Yeah, they just they they sound quite. Def- I mean, the, the door banging one would piss you off. Yeah, some of them are a bit kind of worse than others, but I mean, none of them are really all that no, big of a deal. No, they sound um Sound reasonably innocuous, yeah. And there's also, actually, we'll just get to the end of that article. Um, yeah, so that's our 13 Yule lads. But even the fearsome fam even have pets. Lovers of felines might be surprised to hear about the Yule Catering or Yule Cat. Yule Cat. Yule Cat. Yule Cat. Yule Cat. Seems there'd be one hell of a flat to an to accommodate this malevolent moggy. That might have worked better if I'd actually. Tip me. But, so is it a yeah. big cat then? It's a it, a very very large cat. Apparently, he I mean, doesn't explain that. But yes, this is a huge. Let's see if we can find a an article on the uh, the your cat. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's from medievalists You know the Christmas cat. That cat was enormous. People know not where he came from, nor to what place he went. Mm. That's, cat, and those, that's cats, and those, cats for you. That is cats for you, yeah. So apparently the, the, the cat is large. Right. <laughs> so, it's that time of year again a high time to talk about cats. Yada, yada, yada. Cats and Christmas seem like a couple perpetually entangled in a love-hate relationship. On the one hand, there is was nothing more adorable than to have a cat lie cosy in your lap or next to her with a brightly lit Christmas tree standing by. On the other hand... Cats simply cannot stay cool and aloof when a tree suddenly appears in the house. Yeah, cats to like there's a lot of moving moving shiny things. Yeah, destroying everything and turning the holiday season into absolute hell. That's not true. If, it, if, that, if if something as simple as a cat knocking some balls off a tree make your holiday hell, then I think that you've got bigger issues. I mean yeah, maybe hyperbole. <laughs> Do um, you think? But, <laughs> So according to legends, the Christmas of Yule Cat is a monstrously huge black cat that only appears at Christmas Eve. Mm. So he's sort of appearing with the last of the lads. When little children are sound asleep, dreaming of the glitter of the Christmas tree and what marvellous gifts lie under it. Unfortunately, if there are no colourful new clothes amongst these gifts, the innocent little ones, instead of feasting on the Christmas banquet the next day, will become feasted on by the Yule Cat. Mm. So, so, so it's a very sartorial, the sartorial Christmas cat. Yeah, he's kind of like a—he's uh, he's he's like a combination of kind of like yes, I don't know, Jeff Banks and Jeff Jeff Banks and a um, same um, Tiger. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was thinking like Carl Lagerfeld because he's a fairly awful individual. I don't okay. know if still with us, but so you have to have brightly coloured clothes as some of your presents, otherwise the character. Yeah, you. Ah, well, it makes yeah, makes just... sense. What cats I'm are really... into. So nobody's sure where the yule Cat belief comes from. There was a poem written by uh, Johannes Earl Kotlum, the beginning of which was cited at the start of this post. So there you go. Mm. It's possible the cat is trollish in nature. Apparently succubus, succubuses can disguise themselves as cats. Good to know. But yeah, it hangs about with Greela. So... Uh, so she comes down from so again going around the greeter here. She comes down from a mountainous abode each Christmas Eve and striding side by side with the Yule cat devours naughty children. Okay, so the cat's, cat's yeah. with her now. So the cat's cat's hanging out out with her. Yeah, so again a, another troll, um, and then they're hanging out with the Yule lads as well by the seventeenth century. So okay, so they've got a little they've got a, they've got a little family unit, got a pet. Yeah. Which is, which is, is good to know. Um so let's have, yeah so you've got you know 13 kids has got a, got a cat that eats children. It, well I was reading somewhere else, actually apparently again this is a, a something about it was to encourage workers who had to um spin all of the wool um to get it done before Christmas. Okay. Um th- those who who got it all done would be given new shiny clothes and those who didn't um would be uh, you know wouldn't wouldn't get anything. Shiny clothes so like sort of cyber, oh, know, sorry, colourful 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 um clothes okay. or something like that. Not like, like, like. futuristic getting... I mean it might have been, I don't know. Like Did David... they have Cyberpunk in seventeenth century I oh, they might have had like David Bowie jumpsuits. Yeah, it's entirely possible. That's probably where he got it from. He certainly was a rather a magpie. Mm, he certainly was. <laughs> So, okay, I'm going to, going to sum up now with the last part I that. So, merriment aside, institutions such as the National Museum view Greeler as an essential part of Iceland's cultural history, one that can be easily forgotten about with all the baubles on yo ho hoes. And even though America loves St. Nick, a TV show recently brought the AIM more The Christmas Witch to Life. Oh. So, apparently, Netflix's chilling adventures of Sabrina included her in a special episode, A Midwinter's Tale. It saw the that. Yule Lads arrive in Greendale with a literal mother from hell on hand to rein them in. Apparently it was Greeda's first ever appearance on screen. I watched that. I don't remember it. No, I, I never saw it. You Sarah, there you go. That was obviously made an impression on you then. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the cat was involved. Yeah. So she's a menace to society at Christmas, but it's clear that without the likes of Greta, the like holiday NWA. Season, Indeed. the holiday season would be a bit too sickly to bear. Don't know about that. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I never felt growing up that I was missing, um, you know, a load of... Threats. You know, threats of threat, violence. Threats of violence from various different fictional creatures. But there you go. That's why, I've, you know, let's be honest, that's why I've turned out the way I have. So, I know. I'm not an advert for good good child, um, whatever. Good <laughs> child, whatever. Yeah. Well, there you go, then. So that that's Greela, you lads, and the Christmas cat. A... I... Strange Icelandic family, I assume. Yes, um, yeah, as you say. So yet another, yet another excuse to um, you know harass kids. Um, hmm. So that seems like pretty much most of the folklore. Yeah, I think that's what actually... I've learned over these, these 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 uh twelve days, Chris. I don't know about you. Yeah, pretty much like the majority of it. It's um, it seems. There seems to be heavy so on the corporal ones, punishment heavy on the and even ones where like the Tomte or the Nisse or Lucy where they kinda of help around the farm and stuff until you step until step you out like, of put, line. until you step out of line and then like beatens approaching. Exactly. So uh yeah, I mean I'm I'm glad that we don't have any of these traditions. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I'm missing I'm grown up. Up. Yeah. Oh Ma- um Mary Lude Lord Ludd was was fine. Yeah, no, to be fair, yeah, that was, that was just kind of like a... But then that was that was in the UK, we are all soft and we don't have sort of Christmas threats, or when all, like we said previously, when all these kind of things were coming about, because we had the Industrial Revolution first, all our kids were working in factories anyway, yeah. so didn't necessarily have to... <laughs> we had that one sorted out, don't worry. Yeah, I mean, reality was already horrible enough. Capitalism made that one for real, so we had to sort of escape from something else. Um yeah, well, I don't know. I think you think uh, you know, with all these Ramona's about, they bring back uh, national service, and uh, yeah, let's have you're some. taking from it, is it? Bring back national service. Yeah. Apparently. Well, there we go, and that is the line which uh, we are taking here at Urbane Legends, the Twelve Legends of Christmas. What we've learned is bring back national service, and now we will attempt to break out finally of this bunker of misery and we'll be back with our normal stuff it's every thursday and uh we hope you've enjoyed it it's been uh a, a trial from our end yes yeah hopefully i mean i don't know this might just be like six hours of madness or roughly whatever we did um, recording in here so uh, yeah, we'll see how that pans out doesn't matter. We're still going to release it. Yeah. Oh Whatever. To, docu- to no, you're document. to listen it. to it. Just you're, you're, for I mean, sociologist. It, it's, it's, it's an authentic uh, record of, of uh, historical happening. So you know, it certainly is. If you, you want to argue with facts, you know, reality. Then well, fair enough. Then you know, get into yeah. politics. Cool. Indeed. All right, guys. We're going to get out of here. And uh, yeah, I hope you've had an enjoyable uh, holiday period. Whatever you've been doing, and uh, we appreciate. We appreciate uh you guys listening and that. Um although we would do it either way. But um yeah, cool. Here's to twenty twenty-three, I guess. Hopefully it'll be better than the last than the last however many years. 40, 50 years. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. But the two men never escaped the icy tomb. What they didn't know was that they were clones created by Neil and Chris using Mr. Men technology and implanted with false memories. Rather than being in a garden in the UK, they were under the Svalbard Islands and soon after the recording, the facility was destroyed by a scat missile fired by Mr. Topsy-Turvy. The true meaning of epiphany.